<laughs> What's up, guys? Back with another episode of Figuring It Out. I think we're on episode number six uh, with myself, David. And Victoria. And uh, today, we are just going to kind of uh, talk a little bit about relationships. But primarily in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about long-term relationships. So, like, you're not fucking around. Like, It's yeah. serious. Things are serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we always get asked a lot. Um, basically how long we've been together for, when did we get married, stuff like that. So we just kind of want to uh, pinpoint this one back on us and just let every people, everybody know like how we did it, what we're doing. Yeah, what we're currently doing. It's, yeah. it's not over. It's yeah, not it's, like I mean, doing. I would hope it's not over. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Peace, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I think that'd be a good good fit because, again, we get asked it a lot and I think uh, – a lot of people turn to us for insight when they're dealing with uh, their their current relationships that they're in or uh, just to get, you know, our perspective on things having been in a long-term relationship. Um, so go ahead, David. Yeah, this one doesn't really have much structure in it today. No. This one just really want to talk a little bit kind of like about how like our journey and our relationship so far. And like, like you said, we have a lot of members who come up and ask like questions like, Hey, I'm having this happen. Like, what do you guys think? Blah, 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 blah. You know? And we kind of give them our two cents on like how our relationship has worked thus far. So, um, to just get a little backstory about our relationship. So Victoria and I got together in middle school. Um, so eighth grade, we've been together for, well, basically next month in 30 days, it'll be, uh, 11 years we've been together for. So we've been married for a year and a half, but we've been dating. Well, we've been together for 11 years. Um, so through middle school, through high school, through college, now through adulthood and, um, building business and, working and it's been a ride <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. 11 years especially like 11 years growing up like as a yeah. young adult is like there's a lot that changes well as a teenager in through like your teenager to adulthood to young adulthood there's a lot that goes into it and it's actually funny that we're talking about this because uh two weeks ago we talked to our therapist about this because we were feeling bad because we see each other as like best friends <laughs> And I don't want to jump right into it and get ahead of ourselves, uh, but I think this is going to be a pretty good, pretty good topic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you you want to talk a little bit about um, like what defines a long term relationship, like or like going into a long term relationship, or I don't know how you want to break this down. Um, I think I think from the beginning. So just to put things into perspective, uh, we get a lot of a lot of. Um, feedback or a lot of comments from other people saying you guys are a lot a lot older than what your actual age is and basically meaning that we're kind of like old souls right and mm -hmm. young bodies um so from the get-go i think that when we first started dating we started we both were under the impression of what we defined as a relationship and what that meant right and so i think the biggest thing that we took into consideration was that being in a relationship isn't just like to get by or to pass time. Like, I think we both clearly uh, distinguish like, hey, if we're going to be in this relationship together, it's because we would anticipate and or hope for a future. Man, mind you, this was like eighth grade. I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I saw things. And that's how I always saw relationships was like, hey, it's not just like to fuck around and just past the time it's like no i'm gonna be in a relationship with you because i really feel like this is going to it's an investment mm -hmm. it's an investment at the end of the day and so we were both under un, under the understanding of that and then from there 
it was just kind of like, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you don't really know someone until you start like getting in an actual relationship with them. So I think that you're right in terms of like, you have to set a standard for um, like, what, do you see my mic move? Yeah, that was My mic just weird. fucking moved. That was like super weird. Okay. Somebody's here with us. <laughs> what the fuck? It's okay. We have a, a live audience. <laughs> that was weird. My mic just fucking moved. That was really weird. Yeah, I saw that. If you guys know me, like, I I, 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 I believe in ghosts, but I'm freaked the fuck out by ghosts. <laughs> so, like, low-key, I'm kind of freaking out right now inside, but we're just going to keep fucking rolling. But my fucking mic just moved. Um so, um, yeah, so you, you, you never really going to know someone until you get a relationship with them, but you shouldn't, you're going to have a, like a decent understanding of them. Like you shouldn't just meet someone and get in a relationship. So you're going to have like a right. good understanding of them at least before to know, like, is this going to be a long-term relationship? Is this going to be a short-term relationship? Is this going to be a one night stand? Like you're, you're going to basically know what type of person they are. Yeah. Um, and so, and then also where you find this person is going to make a big difference. So like. If you find your girl at the cute club, like that's probably not going to be a long-term relationship. Or like if you find your boyfriend at Bombay, he's like probably not going to be a long-term relationship. And if it is, please do not get offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that, dog. Like, let's be real here. You're probably not going to go to those places looking for a long-term relationship right. with someone with good qualities. Like just how it is. Yeah. So like um, – so, but once you find that person, like Victoria said, you have to establish like, hey, we it, it, are you looking for? I think a lot of people just don't set the correct standards when like literally just getting into a relationship of being like, hey, what do you want? Like when you're getting into a relationship, there are things you should be talking about before you start like really diving serious with somebody. Like, do you want kids or do you want a certain type of lifestyle or, you know, do you even want to get married? Cause some people are just like, they don't even ever want to get married. Mm -hmm. So I think just like having those standards with someone and as a young adult, like these are things that usually we don't talk about, like with our significant others, like these are usually more like once you're a little bit older and you've experienced some things with other people, like then you're more like what tried and true basically where you're like, well, you don't I've talk been through the fucking ringer. Like, yeah. I know what I want. You don't talk about it until it happens. Exactly. So. Yeah. And as a young adult, these are really important things. Like, hey, are you if, if you're the person you want to date, maybe they're a business owner. And maybe you, like, you didn't sit down and have the conversation with them that, like, they don't have the time to do regular relationship things. So, like, you, you should sit down with that person uh, before you guys, like, really officially dive deep into a relationship and decide, like, is this person even going to be the correct type of person that I want to be with based on the lifestyle that they want? Right. Yeah. Cause I think, I think it's like I said, it's like, it's an investment, right? So why, like, let's just say, for example, you want to have kids and your significant other doesn't want to like, okay, would you rather spend all that time? Like trying to convince that other person why they should have kids or just yep. let them go in their way and just realize that, Hey, this isn't going to work. Cause this is something I ultimately want and you don't, why would I make you change? Yeah, that's you know? exactly. So it's, it, again, it's an investment. Um, so either way, from the from the from the get go, um, David and I kind of we were friends at first, and then it just hit off into like a relationship. And mind you, it was eighth grade, so at that time, still it was like, oh, it's a junior high relationship. Like, how far could this go? Like, yeah, <laughs> make, make it as you think. Like, it's really not like right. Yeah. And so, um, especially because we were going to be going into high school, so then there was that summer period. You know, everybody talks about like the whole summer things, but um, either way, we. We just kind of 
Well, when we got into high school, we like we basically were like at that point where I was like, hey, like, are we actually going to have a relationship or not? Yeah, I think we had the conversation again because mm-hmm. high school was obviously a different ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and you're as you're maturing, you're changing as a person. So mm-hmm. it's one of those like, do you want like do you do you want to date someone in high school? And then um, we decided that yeah, like we wanted to stay together in high school, and then that would be an official relationship. And then it was the same, the exact same conversation going into college as well, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, we're going to be separated. You're going to be at a different city than I am. We're going to be at different colleges, like you have to like every time you have to revisit these things of like is it still gonna work <laughs> exactly well and do you and like do either one of us like want to make this work basically so i just think that a lot of people just don't have those types of conversations and so like it's the same thing is that when we open the business like we sat down and i was like hey this is what it's gonna take it's gonna be pretty strenuous on us like from a relationship standpoint are you willing to suffer through this with me like as we do this journey um and it's just sitting down and having those conversations with your significant other like which literally makes it so much stronger when those actually hiccups do occur because it's like oh we already talked about this we set the standard that we weren't gonna fuck like that we weren't gonna fuck off yeah there's, there ends up being no surprises mm-hmm. and everybody is already like on the same page so it's like okay we don't have to visit this conversation we already talked about it. it's like planning basically like hey this is what it's going to be like if it's not like this cool but there is a chance that it's going to fucking suck <laughs> yeah yeah and then a lot of times if you if you're not like if you didn't have that just like the preparatory um um uh talk about it then like when the actual thing does happen if you didn't have that talk then you guys just like kind of both throw your arms up like chickens with their head cut off like oh what the fuck but like yeah. literally a two-minute conversation could have saved that you know earlier yeah so you just having that conversation so i would say yeah, start there so like if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody like figure out who they are and like what they actually want in life because that's going to you know the most important thing you could ever do in life is pick your partner yeah. Like that's probably like the most important thing you could ever do is like pick the right partner because the right partner is going to allow you to grow or allow you not to grow or allow you to succeed or allow you not to succeed. So um, they're going to hold you back or they're going to push you. And so like um, having the right partner really like basically makes the entire difference in your life because that person is going to be with you through thick, thin. Um, and then also if you do become successful, that person may, you know, take all your shit. And like, fuck you over. And fuck you over. It's totally not what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> She's like, it's totally not what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> no, if if uh, I was, I would have been gone by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on that note, um, I think it would probably be good to talk about how we um, kind of seen if we had the same values. Because I think that's the other thing that obviously, not only are you looking for qualities, but it's like, do you share the same perspective on like, let's just say family time or going out or, and maybe, maybe that kind of already touched base on it, you know, based off two minutes ago, but, um, you could, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like having like, having like the good core values as people like that type of thing, or like, or just more like, uh, negotiating one person's wants versus needs and then the other person's wants and needs. Basically just like seeing like, okay, like for example, um, I guess it can, it can tie into like, love languages or you know like basically like I value a lot of like quality time so not only just quality time with my significant other but with family too and then making sure that let's just say if your things line up the same way so we're we're jumping like fully into like basically what makes a long long long-term relationship last now yeah yeah cool so now so now we've established like there's one thing that we strive to do on the podcast you guys have probably listened so far is that we set things out in like steps that's kind of what we like that's what we like to do so step one is like understanding the other person's like uh what they want in life like what they're like 
what type of person they are in terms of like kids, house, what lifestyle they want. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, now you're in a relationship with someone. Like what are some things that have like really benefited Victoria and I and like, and things that we've struggled through and that we've gotten better at. Um, and so like what she said is, is a lot of it has to do with like values and what each person wants. Um, I would suggest, and like, guys, I'm more of like, um, uh, I don't want like, I don't like to use the word. It's not like an alpha person, but like, I'm definitely more of like, I like sports and I like working and like outside shooting guns. Like I'm definitely more of like that type of person rather than like sitting down and painting a painting with my wife and like cooking and like, I don't really do that shit. So like, it, but, and, and so coming from my perspective, when we sat down to take the love language test and like all these things like, oh, I fucking throw up in my mouth. Like, fuck, dude. But I think that hopefully, hopefully a male can take away from this is that like your significant others wants and needs are probably the most important thing in your relationship. Because if you're, if your partner's wants and needs are not being taken care of, like for example, Victoria's love language is quality time. Like I didn't think that get going and taking a walk and getting a cup of coffee, like our local coffee shop, like didn't think that meant shit to us or to me at least, but that basically meant everything to her or like sitting down and just hanging out and like watching TV. Like I hate to do those things, but Victoria really likes to do those. So I've learned to like to do those with her because that's part of her love, love language is quality time. So like, I think that that's a huge part is like, you have to be able to sacrifice the things that you may not like always enjoy doing because you're significant. Like that might be the thing, the one thing that they look forward to every day or like, you know, multiple times a week, like that might be the one thing that they really look forward to. Yeah. And it's reciprocated. So like one of yours is, um, like touch. I like, Oh yeah. Dude, like when any she type has nails, of physical touch. Yeah. So whether it's like, a random hug or I, I don't have nails anymore. Cause I just started jujitsu. Um, but yeah, when I had touch does not mean, does not mean rear naked choke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I had my acrylics on just like a simple, like, and some, some guys will probably relate to this mm -hmm. is like a simple touch of like, if you're, if you're watching the video, you could see it. And if you're not basically just dragging your nails against somebody's skin. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like that, like goosebumpy feeling. Yeah. And so for him, that was a big thing. And so it's like, if something's wrong or like, I've come to learn, like if he is stressed out or, uh, you know, it's just something's up, just a simple, like my hand, like either touching his leg or touching his shoulder or just grabbing his hand, just the touch is kind of like a, like a reassurance of like, Hey, like, I don't want to be like, you're safe, but like, yeah. it's like comforting. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of his big things. And for like, originally it was kind of like, I, I don't think I did a, a lot of that. Well, you just didn't know any better. Cause I didn't know. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's how I was getting to it. Was mm -hmm. I didn't do it because I didn't know. And now like, if I pick up on certain cues, I'll do it more often because it's like, it works. Well, and it's also like just like going out of your way to take the test. I don't even know what the website is. I think it's just like love. We can languages. link it in the comments. Yeah, or well, something. we can just link it. Yeah, um, and like literally, I think it's like lovelanguages.com or something. You just hit the test. It's a quick test. And there are things that I didn't even realize that were like important. So like for me, like my number one and number two, and they're both tied, are like the touch and then like gifts. I like 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 little gifts, like whether she buys me like like a pack of like food or something like I just like gifts. And so uh, for her, it's like quality time. And then I don't know what your other one is as well. 
Um, I don't know if it's touch or I don't know what your your second one is. But I don't know for you it was like outstanding 100% quality time, like beat everything else. Whereas mine were like more even. Oh, mine was uh, words of validation. Exactly. So like telling her like, hey, you look good or like your hair looks good. Like giving her words of validation. Hey, you're doing good. The job you did here was amazing. Like giving her words of validation. So like I didn't know these things. So these are really important to communicate to your significant other because you might be doing something that's like completely wrong. So like I might be buying Victoria gifts and she's like, oh, this is kind of cool but like she doesn't give a fuck if we don't spend any time together right so and vice versa like she may like be trying to spend a bunch of time with me and i'm like leave me the fuck alone like (laughs) because like i want to work so um you just have to learn like learn that's a really really big part and then you have to like just acknowledge that your significant other has different wants and needs like i think a lot of relationships they go sour because it's always about like my wants and needs, like that's a really big thing nowadays is like, I need to be prioritized. I need to be like, well, yeah, you do need to be prioritized. Like, yeah, your partner shouldn't fucking kick you to the curb. But like, dude, like the whole point of a relationship is like literally giving to your significant other. Like you're basically giving your life to them and and vice versa. So when you give, you get, but if you only get, 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 you take, you don't get anything in return. Yeah. So, or you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Either you, you're over giving and which is why some people are like, I'm doing so much. It's like the other person's not doing anything. Well, obviously that's like a red flag. Yeah. We hear that a lot. And then if you're like, I'm, you're, you're a taker. So basically you're selfish. You're always expecting to have things given to you, given to you, given to you that the other person is kind of just on the other side of things getting depleted because you're constantly taking from them and you're not doing anything in return. Exactly. Yeah. And so again, just making sure you have that equal balance of things and just making sure each other's needs are like met and satisfied. It's like being hungry. Like you're going to want food. Like, you know, you don't want to starve. You want to make sure that you are getting enough uh sustenance to keep going you know and i think that's the biggest i think that's a really big thing that a lot of people need to understand about their significant others is that we're all human as much as we have to look at ourselves and reflect on the things that we want in a partner you have to expect that another person is thinking the same thing yeah and i just forget it's like oh those are goals or i just want a guy to do this i just want a guy to do this and it's like well what if the guy just wants a girl to do this you know yeah you guys you have to kind of like blend it and that's when um how what is it how what is it um compromise comes into play Mm -hmm. yeah and you you guys not everything that you want to do is what your significant other wants to do and so like and that doesn't mean, and a lot of times people like see this as conflict in a relationship. And I don't think that it like really is that much of a conflict. Like that's just your, like I may, I, I love, obviously we're married and I love her to death, but she's like, there are some times where I'm like, dude, like we, we've already spent a lot of quality time together. Like I just want to go off and do my own thing. Um, and then a lot of people will see that as like a, like a really big conflict in a relationship. And they turn that into something that's really not that big of a deal where it's like, you can just have a, a simple conversation of like, hey, are your needs met? Are my needs met? It's like, okay, cool. If they are, then I'm going to go do my own thing. So it's like, and a lot of people will like take these things and because they never communicated it with each other, like they never, like they always see it as like larger issues than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So like having, taking the test, knowing what they are, communicating with your partner basically will like leave no room for error in a way. Yeah. So I think, and then now we can kind of get into like the, the quality traits that make a long lasting relationship work really well. So like- Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and it's like we've been talking about this up until obviously now, is communication. I mean, I I think the biggest thing is just communicating because if you don't, like, if I don't say how I'm feeling, how is he supposed to know? Like, he doesn't fucking read minds. Like, (laughs) I can't expect him to. And so if I'm not communicating 
my current needs or my current wants? Like, how was he supposed to know to be able to meet those and fulfill those? So I think the biggest thing is communication because it's like, if you're not communicating, you're not on the same page. If you're not communicating, the other person's not going to understand you. If you're not communicating, like, you're basically just hindering yourself from getting to where you want to be. Yeah. And I, I think that, so I think communication, we, you and I have both established this is that we think that communication is the number one key in a good relationship. Like, I think that out of everything, like besides like maybe trustworthiness, but like, I think that communication really triumphs all things because if you can't communicate, well then and then a relationship's never gonna be even. Like you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to like understand the other person and help the other person or help yourself if you can't communicate those things to each other. So that's why we think communication is so important. And I think that there's something that ties into communication, which is ego. And a lot of times what'll happen is that someone doesn't want to communicate something because they're they're afraid their ego is gonna get bruised, or maybe they have an overinflated ego, or maybe like they have a you know, their ego is um for themselves or their, um, what's the, their self-worth is very, very low and they're afraid to communicate things. And then that, that makes them suffer in the relationship. Like the worst thing ever is like when you fucking ask significant other, Hey, is there anything wrong? No, no, I'm fine. It's like motherfucker. Like I'm not going to get a goddamn fucking lie detector test out in this bitch and find out why the fuck you don't want to eat fucking crunchy French fries. Like just fucking tell me you wanted softer French fries. So like, <laughs> It, it's things like that where it, it, where communication really comes into play. And, and and if you can't put your ego aside to be like, hey, babe, like, I feel like shit because of this. Well, then your partner's never going to be able to understand you because you're not communicating correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I And I started laughing before you even mentioned this because I already knew where you were going about like, hey, what's what's the matter? Oh, nothing. Nothing's wrong. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, you know, whatever. <laughs> like okay nothing's wrong but totally you're like dying inside because something's totally wrong yeah um and so it's it's taken uh a few years and attempts to like have this happen where it's like now if something's like something's bothering me and he asks like at first i'll be like no nothing's wrong but then i'm like fuck something's wrong like yeah so now instead of having to ask two three four times it's like you ask like hey you, you don't even we don't even really have to ask that much anymore no now it's just cues like and you pick up on that after a while it's like you obviously get to know somebody a lot that you know like the cues whether if it's like uh, like a sigh of breath or like, you know, yeah. whatever. And so now it's just kind of like, all right, give me a sec. And then it allows me to, again, like just pause before I just start blurting out like anything and everything. I'm like, all right, he asked me what's wrong. Let me form this in my head and be able to tell him clearly so that way it's easily communicated on what's wrong. Yeah. And then, and then you build trust with your partner when you communicate effectively with them. Because if I ask Victoria, like, hey, what's wrong? She's like, well, I didn't want ketchup. I wanted mustard. And that's why she's sad. Then I know that it's not because my feet smell. Like, I know it's because she it's because ketchup and mustard. So, like, I know it's a really funny example. I don't know why you're using food. Yeah, well, feet, feet and food. Hey, you know I'm getting that. Feet, okay, fun feetfinder.com. Fact, I'm just kidding. Fun fact, he's already gotten some of this stuff wrong i love crunchy french fries and i, I hate mustard so you're fuck. like oh for two right now buddy on your examples <laughs> so um <laughs> fuck <laughs> um yeah but 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 when you openly effectively communicate correctly you can trust the other person that if they're actually sad you know it's it's not because um you know they got an f on their you know their test in school but maybe it's because their dog died like you know like you know exactly why they're sad and they're not lying to you or like the biggest thing is like 
you know, if you talk to someone a certain way and your significant other didn't like the way you talked to that person, maybe they thought that you were stepping out of bounds in your relationship by talking to them and you're like, hey, well, what's wrong? And the person's like, nothing. And so like you're automatically going to like trust – from here on out, now you're not going to believe them whenever they tell you that nothing is wrong. Because if they're always lying, they're like, oh, well, it was just uh, – I had a bad day at work. It's like, well, no, tell me why you're actually wrong um, or why you're actually upset. Because if not, then I'm always I'm always going to think that you're telling me the truth. Right. So that's why it's so important to openly communicate because if you don't, well, then I can't trust in the future that you're telling me the truth about when you're actually upset. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it, it does 100%. Cool. Awesome. So like communication, probably the, I, I think the number one trait in a relationship is communication. Yeah. Um, what would you say is like another extremely important trait in a long-term relationship? Um, I think just, um, setting boundaries. Well, that's a good one. Um, but I think the other thing is just knowing and understanding that it's not always going to be the honeymoon phase or yeah. always on a high. Mm, that's a really And good I one. don't know, like if there's a specific word that kind of will group that. Um, I don't know. It's not patience, but I think everybody likes expectations. To, yeah. Expectations. I think everybody likes to think that it's always this constant high of things or that things are like always going to be good in order to be perfect, but it's not. And obviously that's, it's pretty general. And this is like a wide kind of like a wider topic mm-hmm. um, is that people who are in long-term relationships tend to think that people get bored. Yeah. And when people feel like they get bored, they end up doing other things that may not be good, (laughs) you know? And so I think it's good to understand that like, hey, if you're in a long-term relationship and things are kind of stagnant and stale, well, obviously communicate that with your partner. uh, So that way they know and that way you guys can try to fix or do something to kind of help that out. Um, But also to understand that it's not always going to be like... Roses and sunshine. Yeah. That because let's just say, for example, you left this person because you got bored in the relationship. Well, now you're going to get into another relationship. And after a while, you're just going to end up getting bored again. And then it just keeps going and going and going. And so it's like there's going to be periods where although it's boring, it's not really because, I mean, it's just how it is, I guess. Right. I mean, how would you how would you interpret that in your words? So (laughs) cool. Yeah, I, th- I think I think you hit it right on the head, which is like it's having expectations for your relationship. So you should you should have an expectation that when you go into a long term relationship, that it's pretty. It, well, it's not even pretty. It is a hundred percent impossible to have happiness all the time, and and that's just one of those things where. You have to um, establish, like we, you and I call them seasons. Yeah. So you have to establish seasons with your partner. So like for us, we establish seasons of like, um, of grinding. Like, like right now we're grinding like since like literally the first of the year or like even a little bit before that, we have been like fucking grinding our faces off. Like every single day we've been working, 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 working to establish our goals. And so, um, uh, because of that, like right now we're not taking vacations. Like we can't, well, we, we aren't vacation takers as it is, but like at all. Like we're not taking weekend trips anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're not traveling. Um, and so like what happens a lot of times is that people, I think, and it's probably worse in the social media age now, which I think we can talk about because we are young and most of our like listeners are young, um, is that it's very easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing and then expect that to, um, translate into your relationship so like if you see people taking trips to europe or they're taking trips down with their family in mex or like you know where they're going places and you're like well that's what we should be doing you have to understand that not only 
is what you see on social media a bunch of fucking bullshit and we can say that because we see hundreds of young people every day and we know where where they are at in life and what we see on instagram is a complete lie most of the time um but the biggest thing is that they have a different relationship than you do. So like they may be in a period of being able to explore right now. And then maybe later this year, they're going to be in the opposite position where they're working their faces off. So like you guys have to understand that you guys are going to be in different places of life. Um, and so it's, it's, it goes the same with family. Like maybe for an older couple, like you might have two years where you have to take care of your mother, or your father. And so you may not have the amount of extra time to hang out with your significant other or your family as much. So, but you just have to effectively communicate those seasons and those expectations of like, hey, right now is not a time for us to go literally go travel and go fuck around. Or maybe, hey, this is going to be like a month and a half of like, do whatever the fuck we want. So like, I think those expectations should always be there. Um, and I would say that some of the top things I think that really um, uh, skew people's outlook on relationships is uh, money. So the want for more money or what other relationships uh, look like they have money and they're doing things. Um, I think sex is really important because I think a lot of people think that um, when you're with someone forever, that it has to be like when you guys first got together. So that's really important. Um, so money, sex, and then um, I would say like, uh, I don't know if you would call it like status or like symbolism, but like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A recognition. So like um, feeling like you guys are... Um, like you're putting each other out on social media. Like we have friends where like um, we have friends are in a relationship and they just don't like, there's one person in the relationship who like just is not really a social media person. So they don't put their significant other out there. And so then that person feels like, well, my significant other doesn't like me because he doesn't post me on his Instagram stories. Like, no, he's probably going to give you a better life than 99% of people. That's just not his style to, to do things. Um, and then for the other two things is that, Money doesn't make a relationship better or worse in a lot of ways. Does it allow you to be freer and maybe possibly happier? I think it does. I think that money is a very important thing to worry about. Um, but being with someone else who has more money or even being with someone else who has less money is not always a better or a worse thing. You should not judge your uh, relationship um, worth based on how much money you have. And then lastly is sex, which is like, just like everything else, after a year and a half, two years, I mean, you basically have done everything you want to fucking do. Like, yeah, you can spice it up as, as much as you want. But if you think that that sex with someone else is going to be better, yeah, it'll be better. And it might be better or it'll be different in the short term. And so don't get confused different with better. And so you think that, okay, well, I'm with somebody else now. Okay, well, after six months, guess what? You're going to have that same fucking feeling where you want to switch to somebody else. So that's when you start diving a little bit deeper in a relationship of like, yeah, sexual needs need to be met. But the difference is like, no matter what, when you're with when you're with someone for a year, you can have 50 different people. But after a year, it's all going to end up being the same. Sex is a very simple concept. And so like, same thing with money. It's like, you can be with someone when you're broke or when you're rich, but like, it's the, it, you have to be with a person past those things. Like you have to look past those things. You're in a partner for like, um, what's the word? Like you're looking for a partner, like for fulfillment, for someone you want to spend time with, for someone that like you want to go experience things with, like that's someone you want to look for a partner for someone who pushes you to be a better person, like values wise. And so like those external factors are all things that like, 
yeah, when you get with someone new, it's going to feel great for, you know, a couple of months. They're going to take me on these fast cars, these planes and have all this crazy shit. But then after like six months, you're going to be like, well, this is fucking boring. Like next, guess, <laughs> next, exactly. <laughs> so you might as well find someone that you're going to stick with forever, despite all of those things. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I think you hit it right on the head. And I think that kind of, uh, ties back into, you know, the beginning of the podcast. I don't know where we're at in time. Um, so like about 10 minutes. So, so that by kind of like the beginning of uh, the podcast where I mentioned about like the therapist and like being each other's best friends. And mm-hmm. so a uh, quick, sh- sh- quick story. Um, David and I went to our therapist a couple weeks ago and we were basically the biggest question, you know, as we uh, hired on Larissa at the gym um, and we started deciphering our own individual schedules, it was kind of the concern. So we grew up together, like obviously since we were like 13. So we were like, we basically have gone through like a lot of stuff together. So we definitely consider each other like best friends and not just like a cliche thing. It's like, no, like for real, like, you know, we went through a lot. Um, so we brought it up to our therapist and we were like, Hey, um, we're, we're trying to do our own schedules, but we're, is it, is basically, is there such thing as spending too much time with your significant other that's not healthy? Mm-hmm. And she gave some pretty good insight. So she had been married, um, like I think twice, let's just say twice, right? She had um, been married once before she's in a okay. second relationship. Yeah, there you go. So the marriage she was in beforehand, she was telling us this example. She was like the marriage she was in beforehand, it was, um, too individualistic. Too exactly. So it was too separated, where it was like each of them had their own schedules, their own things. Like they were all each working on their on their themselves. Like like they like they were totally fine, like not even seeing each other. Right. Yeah. And so, on the opposite hand, she says the second one that she's in, it's like they're same way, best friends, and they literally like any time that they'll they can get to either call or spend time with each other, they will. And so her response to us was like, if it works for you guys, then it works. There's no thing because our concern was like, should we be like forcing ourselves to have separated time with like, like from each other? Cause we were trying to schedule like me where it's like I don't see David until like later in the day and only I'm at the gym or you know, vice versa. So, so it's like maybe we should be doing our own separate things. But it's like if it's working for you, then basically don't what don't fix what's not broken. Yeah, yeah. And so we, I think for I don't I don't know if David was feeling this way, but for me, I was like, dang, maybe we're. It's like one of those expectations, like maybe we're spending too much time with each other that yeah. it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And she basically validated, saying like, hey, if it's working for you guys and that's how you guys work as a couple as a relationship, then basically like fuck it, just keep doing it. Yeah, so like it's it's one of those things where like. If you're a team, then you're a team and you just work, you work better together. And if you guys don't get annoyed at each other, like Victoria and I pretty rarely like really get out of each other's throats, like in a mean way. Um, like we've never, we've never ever yelled at each other before ever. Like a screaming match, like we've never yelled at each other. Like we, in 11 years, we just haven't. We've raised our voice and got it like, got angry because one of us feels like unheard. But I think that, ha- that happens less and less and less as our communication gets better and better and better. But like we've never yelled at each other. So like we can be with each other most of the time. Um, and so we were just more like for preventative purposes, like, well, if we do this for too much and too long, will it become like a negative aspect of our relationship? Um, and she basically just said, like, navigate things like 
navigate things the way you usually would. So be together. And if you feel like maybe you're not like, maybe you are too much together, then that's when you would like try different things. She was like, but don't fix exactly. Don't fix what not, what's not broken. Right. So like, it's one of those things where, um, we had open communication with each other of like, Hey, do you think that we're spending too much time together? And one person's like, no, the other person's like, no, cool. Well then there's nothing, there's nothing to change there. Yeah. But it's like, once it gets having the open communication, that's a good example that, you know, when we went to the therapist, like these are things that we bring up with her of like, these are things that no one really talks about in relationships. And this is why we want to bring this stuff up on the podcast. Cause like, young people our age don't really talk about a lot of these things or, you know, yeah. or even go to therapy. Right. And so it's like, why not just help you guys when what we've have are still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's the point of this. But I think that that's a, that's a good perspective to reflect on because I think it kind of goes hand in hand with like, that's not to say if he wants a guy day of golf, I'm going to be like, no, I need to go with you. Like, I'm not going to be his chicle. Like I'm not yeah. going to be like all up in it, whatever. Like, cause again, me, I know when people need their own breaks and their own times and it's like, okay, like he'll, like I'll be able to go have lunch with my mom and my sisters and whatnot. And I'm getting like, that's being met because it's like for me, family time, you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's just communicating overall and just making sure each other has the space that they need. If they want to go out and do something. Okay. It's not that they're asking for permission. It's just, I'm making sure it's a balanced flow. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, totally. Word. Mic drop. That's it. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we touched on like establishing, um, establishing like your uh, boundaries of your relationship, like before you get into one. So establishing what you want, what they want in life. And if it works out together, um, communication and then expectations. Um, and then what about negative traits? What are like, we can just touch on it. Like we have maybe like about five or 10 more minutes. What are some negative traits that, that you want that if you see them in a relationship, you all you want to avoid in a long-term relationship? Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, I I'm a I'm a big believer that once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater. So like I believe that if if you if your significant other cheats on you, then like I don't I don't think there's any recovering from that in a relationship. So like if your significant other cheats on you, then like that's it. Like that's that's just my opinion. And so like when if you have a significant other you've been in a long term relationship with, or even like a short term, like six months to a year, if your significant other is still like talking to people behind your back, um, in terms of like. Oh, who are you texting? Like, oh, just a friend, like things like that, where it's like, oh, it's just a guy friend or it's just a girlfriend, like, um, and they're being very secretive and things like that. That's an automatic red flag. Like, I'm, I don't have time to, to my, like, your headspace should not have to worry about the other person's business. Like, that's not like, if I handed Victoria my phone now, I, she, I, she already knows my password to my phone and I know her password to her phone. Like, we can pick up each other's phone at any point in time and go through every single application on the phone and we wouldn't have to worry about anything because it's like, dude, there, well, not only have we built that trust, but if you, if you are one of those people who's like, yeah, probably shouldn't be talking to this person. Like if you're even even close to that line, then that then that like to me like that that breaks all rules in a relationship. Like that's that's sort of like the biggest red flag you can have. Yeah, because I think when when that comes into play, then obviously that's where trust issues come. And mm-hmm. then from there it's just like you're like David said, you're always just your headspace is always like well, what if they're talking to this person? Or what yep. if they're talking to this person? What if they're out with this person? Like the fact that there's no foundation for trust. Like if you can't trust somebody, like you probably shouldn't be because then your whole and like the whole rest of the relationship is going to be based off of untrust. And that's just, it's uh, not worth it. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't build your life because you're always thinking about the other person. Like you're always thinking about what their person is doing. It's like, dude, clear the headspace, get rid of them, move on to the next person. It's like, I know on... 
Wednesday and Friday nights, David's not fucking around. He's at jujitsu, like going someplace. You know, it's like there's just not even a question. Again, once you have enough trust in the relationship, then it's kind of like, all right, doing their own thing. Like, yeah, anxiety zero. Yeah, literally zero. <laughs> exactly. Because there's zero what ifs. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's probably a big one. Um, the other one is I just think is the the ability to understand if um, something doesn't work just to leave it. I think people will try to have like try too hard yeah. to make something work. That's and really usually good. if that's if that comes into play, it it can end up in resentment from the other party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you're force you're forcefully trying to have something work. And it's kinda like the example I gave earlier with like, let's just say you want kids and the other person doesn't. Well, let's just say something happened and the kid comes along the way. Well, now the person who never wanted kids is now feeling some type of resentment or some type of feeling towards the other person. And then that's not healthy. And now you have an innocent thing in the middle of it. And it's just, yeah. Like now what? Yeah. Yeah. So once again, like don't push, don't push your partner to do something that they don't want to do. So like if, if they don't want to be with you, like if they don't want to buy a house, maybe they want, they want to rent a house for the rest of their life and you're like forcing them to buy a house that you're going to create resentment with that person. Right. So like, and that's like a very basic example. Like you said, kids, it gets a lot more complicated with kids, but um, yeah, like that's, I'm really glad you brought that up is like, you don't want to force things on each other because you're going to just going to create resentment in your relationship yeah. and people do push things way too hard. Yeah. Like Victoria and I joke, we are like, oh, like when you guys going to have kids and Victoria's like now. And I'm like, no, like we, <laughs> like we both want kids we're both okay if we end up having kids like like literally if we had kids tomorrow i'd be like okay that's fine like because we both want kids but like um like if, if you're being resentful about it if someone like truly doesn't want something in their relationship and you're pushing it on them then dude just don't waste each other's time yeah. like, just don't waste each other's time like you guys have different lifestyles like that's totally fine your love for each other was great but like if you guys want two separate lifestyles you're gonna regret this you only get one life and you're gonna look back 50 years from now and be like fuck dude i probably should have switched up yeah like you don't want to deal with that yeah, and the, and the only way, let's just say, it's two totally different things right now when you guys communicate and talk to each other and get on the same footing, the same page, and it's like, hey, we're going to compromise. I won't have this if this won't, and then the other person's like, I won't have this, and that's like, okay, like, this can actually possibly work. It's like this dance, right? And so you don't want to be stepping on the, like, the other person's toes, but you want to make sure it's flowing correctly. So if we, right now you guys are in two different lifestyles, two different goals, talk about it, see if at any point there can be like a, like a mesh between the two. Yeah. And then at that point it's like, okay, this could actually work. We'll flow together. Or it's like, Hey, no, I'm very like hard on like not doing this. And I'm hard on not doing this. Like this is, these are things that were non-negotiables mm-hmm. and you're not going to budge. And so then it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to have one give up one thing and I don't want to give up one thing. And so it's like, that may just not work. Yeah, Maybe you guys are just cool as friends. Yeah. If, if it's one of those non-negotiables where no matter what, like it's not, it's not a compromisable issue. If it's one of those things like kids is huge. Like some people really don't want kids. And if someone does not want a kid, that's a huge, that's the biggest responsibility you can have in life. So to force that on somebody else is one of those things you just don't want to do it. So if it's like, Hey, Hey, babe, I really don't want to wear, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to wear yellow socks instead of white socks. It's like, that might be a compromisable issue, but like something like serious as a kid or a house or huge life changes. Those are big things that like you probably shouldn't push on each other. So, uh, three things that you should do in a good relationship is set boundaries, um, in terms of like what you guys want in your life and in a relationship, uh, effective communication, and then having good expectations. Um, and then the three bad things, I think we'll add one more. Um, so the first thing would be, um, 
Uh, don't push um, things on each other. So don't don't create resentment with each other. Um, don't play around with falsehood of like lying or um, like talking to other people. Like don't push that boundary with other people. Stay truthful to your relationship. Um, and I think the last thing that I want to add in real quick before we end here is your habits. So like having a partner who has good habits. So that's really important. You don't want to have a partner who like you can't really look past certain things like you know, like, like really hard drug use or certain things where it's like very hard to look past some of those things. Like if, if, and I'm talking about getting into a relationship, if you're already in a very long relationship and you're trying to help your partner through something, that's a little bit different. But if you are getting together with someone and you see a fuck ton of red flags of like, they spend their money, their credit card balances are up their ass. They have no savings. Their car is always breaking down. Like there's certain things you're like, dude, those are so many red flags. They're always asking you to pay for things. Like those are bad habits and red flags that you shouldn't you shouldn't deal with. So those are three good things and three bad things. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Cool. So I don't want to keep it very. I don't want to keep the show going too much longer. So we'll end it here because people like the shorter podcast. So yeah, outro the bitch. Well, guys, um, as always, David always makes fun of me because I always say this because it's my favorite line. But again, we are not any experts whatsoever at doing this, at the topics that we talk about. This is just us and how we have figured and continue to figure things out along um, our journey and just from based off of our experience and everything. So if anything, take it with a grain of salt. If you found any hidden gems, um, let us know um, anything that you want to give us your perspective on and what we talked about. We'd love to hear from you. Again, we love hearing other people's perspectives and how they um, maybe value their relationship or what they do um, that works for them. Let us know. Tag us. Uh, send us a message. Subscribe on YouTube or Subscribe, on Apple Podcasts. like. Yeah. I mean. All that good yeah, shit. Just- Give it a share. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you thought that it was terrible, tell us what we could do better. If you're like, hey, I think this length of this episode was too long or too short. You know, we take all feedback pretty seriously. So, Or if you want to have us dive in a little bit more, not in our sex life. Uh, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want us to dive a little bit more into certain things that we've talked about in any podcast, let us know because we could always just dive deeper into something we've already touched base on. If people want to hear about sex and they want to hear about sex, it is what it is. Yeah, I put thumbs in my butt all the time. I'm just kidding. All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.